Olá! Bem-vindo ao PortuguesePod101.com. Brayden here. This is Intermediate Season 1, Lesson 3. Universities in Brazil. Hello, everyone. I'm Silvia, and welcome to PortuguesePod101.com. With us, you'll learn to speak Portuguese with fun and effective lessons. We also provide you with cultural insights. And tips you won't find in a textbook. Está pronto? Tô, e você? Sempre. Tá bom. So, Brayden, please tell us what we'll be learning in this lesson. In this lesson, we'll be learning how to use the absolute superlative. Where does this conversation take place and who is it between? This conversation takes place at night, at home, and it's between Eduardo and Elaine. What's the formality level? They're brother and sister, so it's pretty informal. Let's listen to the conversation. Não acredito que você ainda está acordada. Estou sim. Estou terminando um trabalho importantíssimo. Mas você já não entregou esse trabalho na semana passada? Entreguei sim, mas o professor disse que estava péssimo e me mandou refazer. Mas estava ótimo. Eu mesmo li. É, mas o professor não gostou nada. Então vou preparar um cafezinho para você não dormir na cadeira. Valeu. Você precisa de mais alguma coisa? Só que o semestre acabe logo. Não se preocupe, você consegue. Obrigada. One time slowly. Não acredito que você ainda está acordada. Estou sim. Estou terminando um trabalho importantíssimo. Mas você já não entregou esse trabalho semana passada? Entreguei, sim. Mas o professor disse que estava péssimo e me mandou refazer. Mas estava ótimo. Eu mesmo li. É, mas o professor... Não gostou nada. Então, vou preparar um cafezinho para você não dormir na cadeira. Valeu. Você precisa de mais alguma coisa? Só que o semestre acabe logo. Não se preocupe, você consegue. Obrigada. One time fast with translation. Não acredito que você ainda está acordada. I don't believe you're still awake. Estou sim. Estou terminando um trabalho importantíssimo. Yes, I am. I'm finishing an extremely important homework assignment. Mas você já não entregou esse trabalho na semana passada? But didn't you already turn this in last week? Entreguei sim, mas o professor disse que estava péssimo e me mandou refazer. Yes, I did, but the teacher said it was very bad and told me to redo it. Mas estava ótimo, eu mesmo li. But it was great, I read it myself. É, mas o professor não gostou nada. I know, but my teacher didn't like it at all. Então vou preparar um cafezinho para você não dormir na cadeira. Okay then, I'll get some coffee ready so you don't fall asleep in your chair. Valeu.
Thanks. Você precisa de mais alguma coisa? Do you need anything else? Só que o semestre acabe logo. Just that the semester ends soon. Não se preocupe, você consegue. Don't worry, you can do it. Obrigada. Thanks. Okay, so Silvia, could you tell us a little bit about universities in Brazil, what they're like? Well, I can tell from the university I studied at, which is the Federal University of Paraná, where I studied tourism. I didn't have to pay any fees as I studied tourism. I didn't have to buy such expensive books as someone who studies medicine. But I like the university, and I think they have a good structure and good professors, so it was very nice studying there. Could you kind of compare a little bit some of the private universities and these federal universities and how they're different, maybe? Sure. What I noticed, and now that I'm studying law at a private university, is that at the federal university, we had many substitute professors, so they were only replacing other professors. So this may not increase the quality of the lessons. So these free universities, these federal universities, are paid for by the government. So there's still kind of a tuition and things like that that need to happen because you got to pay the teacher somehow. So all of these things are paid for by the federal government. That's correct. What's a vaga when you're talking about these federal universities? How does that work? Usually we have a vestibular, which is a yearly exam for each university, entrance exam for each university. And they open at the federal university usually 40 or 45 vagas or openings for each course. So you have to make a test to get your opening, your own vaga, to be able to study at this federal university. And only like the top 40 or 50 people are accepted. That's right. So even if you get a 99.9% on it, on the test, you might not get in because you're not... That's correct. This is very difficult here in Brazil. People, Mm -hmm. students have to study a lot in order to be able to study at a federal university, Mm -hmm. especially when you want to study something like engineering or law or medicine. Mm -hmm. It's very Mm -hmm. difficult to get in. Okay, let's move on to the vocabulary. So the first word we'll look at is... Bocejo. Yawn. Bocejo. Bocejo. And our second word is? Acordado. Awake. Acordado. Acordado. Next we have? Entregar. To deliver. To turn in. Entregar. Entregar. Next is? Péssimo. The worst. Very bad. Pessimo. Pessimo. Next is? Cafezinho. Shot of coffee. Snack. Cafezinho. Cafezinho. And our next word is? Maninho. Buddy. Friend. Maninho. Maninho. Next is? Refazer. To redo. Refazer. Refazer. And our second to last word is? Terminar. To finish. Terminar. 
terminar. And our last word is... Importantíssimo. Of utmost importance. Very important. Importantíssimo. Importantíssimo. Let's have a closer look at the usage for some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first phrase we'll look at is... Já não entregou. And what does this mean? Well, já não entregou literally translates to already no delivered, but it means haven't already delivered or haven't already turned in. So here's my word order tip. Já never goes in between the no and the verb. When it's a positive sentence, it can go before or after, but when it's negative, it has to go before. So with this phrase, já não entregou, the já has to come before. Sorry, could you give us native pronunciation of that, please? Já não entregou. But if you take out that não and just leave it as a normal positive sentence, it could be... Já entregou. Or... Entregou já. Okay. So could you break this phrase down for us, this já não entregou by syllable? Sure. Já não entregou. Okay, so what's our next phrase? Não gostou nada. Não gostou nada literally translates to no like nothing. But it means something closer to didn't like anything or didn't like anything about it. Notice that this is another example where the verb gostar is not followed by G. In this case, the nada is mostly serving as an emphasis to the negativity of the teacher's opinion. Instead of him not liking any particular thing or not liking nothing in this sense. Although, really, both meanings are present, aren't they? Yeah. Once again, the de isn't verbalized, but it is inferred. That's right. And this is important. It is still there mentally, but it's not actually said. Could you break this phrase down for us? Sure. Não gostou nada. And one time fast? Não gostou nada. Okay, so what's our next phrase? Para você não dormir. Para você não dormir literally translates to to you no to sleep. But it means so you don't fall asleep is the idea. The pra and dormir are connected, thus making the verb dormir stay in the infinitive instead of being conjugated. Had he said para que instead of just pra, dormir would have to be conjugated to its present subjunctive, durma. Okay, let's take a look at the grammar point. So, Sylvia, what are we looking at in this lesson? The focus of this lesson is the absolute synthetic superlative. In the dialogue, we heard the phrase... Entreguei sim, mas o professor disse que estava péssimo e me mandou refazer. Which we translated as... Yes, I did, but the teacher said it was very bad and he told me to redo it. Okay, so we are going to talk about the superlative, which is a way to point at a particular quality of something at its highest level. In Portuguese, there are two ways to make the superlative. The absolute superlative and the relative superlative. Exactly. And like she said, the absolute superlative highlights the quality of something at its highest level. So it's emphasizing its utmostness of whatever it is you're talking about. So in the absolute superlative, the quality or attribute is not directly compared to anything. And that's why we don't call it a comparative, because there really isn't any kind of a comparison going on. There are two ways of making the absolute superlative, the synthetic, when a suffix is used, and the analytic, when an adverb is used. The synthetic superlative, where you use the suffix, adds on a number of different suffixes. Could you 
give those to us? Isimu. That's one of them. Himu. There's another one. And? Imu. You add these suffixes onto the adjective. This intensifies the meaning it brings up to its highest, utmost level. This form of superlative does not exist in English. Sometimes when I want to say pessimo, for instance, I have to say very, very bad. And in Portuguese, I would only use one word, which is pessimo. Right, and in English, you have to use three. Could you give us some examples? Huh, I can try. A simple one would be Marta é altíssima. That translates to Marta is extremely tall. It's more like Marta is extra, extra, so extremely tall, it's shocking. So all of that is just in an isima? I told you it was hard to translate. Another example is O filme estava interessantíssimo. Which we translate as The film was of the highest interest. But once again, it's more like the film is extremely, amazingly, awesomely, totally interesting. This is really easy. Just add on the endings isimu, himu, or imu to the adjective. Let's move on to the analytic superlative. How do we use the analytic superlative? The absolute analytic superlative uses adverbs such as muito, bastante, and extremamente before the adjective to intensify it. So that would be Marta é muito magra. Which translates to Marta is very thin. This we do have in English. That's how we make these kinds of superlatives. Marta is very thin. It's a word-for-word -word translation of what's in Portuguese. Could you give us another example? O filme é extremamente interessante. Which translates to the film is extremely interesting. Just add muito, bastante, or extremamente before the adjective, right? That's all you do? That's right. Let's take a look at the relative superlative. The relative superlative is used to highlight a quality of something at its highest level among a group. Basically, this is how you say the most something or another, or the least something or another. It can relate things of a superior or inferior nature. Right. So, with superiority, the formula is o mais plus adjective plus de for masculine things. Could you give us the feminine as well? The feminine would be a mais plus adjective plus de for feminine things. Remember, the grammatical gender here is determined by whatever the noun is that you have. Okay, so in English, to change the adjective from fast to fast-est, the most fast, you simply add on an est. In Portuguese, instead of adding est at the end, you add the words o mais or a mais before the adjective. For example, rápido, which means fast, becomes o mais rápido, which means the fastest. Right. So back to Marta. Marta é a mais magra da escola. Which translates to Marta is the thinnest of the school. Or the film example. O filme era o mais interessante de todos em cartaz. Which translates to the film was the most interesting of all films on the posters. Notice the group aspect on the posters of all films. It's comparing these things to some kind of a group. Okay, so that was superiority. Now we'll talk about inferiority. The relative superlative for inferiority highlights the most intense inferiority degree of the quality. In other words, this is how you say the least. Okay, so the opposite of the most, now we're on the least. 
So we use the same formula as before, but switch out the mais for menos. So it's o or a menos plus adjective plus de. How would you say Marta is the least fat of the school? Marta é a menos gorda da escola. How would you use this in a film example? O filme era o menos entediante de todos em cartaz. Okay, which translates to the film was the least boring of all films in the posters. Remember, these constructions can also be used euphemistically. Este cavalo é o menos veloz de todos. Good point. This literally translates to this horse is the fastest of all, but because of tone of voice and situation or something like that, it could convey the meaning of this horse is really the slowest of all. So, our tip for this lesson is that some Portuguese adjectives do not follow this pattern because the base word is modified. Kind of like a stem-changing verb. The whole thing changes, not just the suffix. We've got those in PDF, so check that out. That's all for this lesson. Like our podcasts? Then like our Facebook page too. Get lesson updates, our Portuguese word of the day, and news on Facebook. Just search for portuguesepod101.com and like our fan page. And if you like a lesson or a series on portuguesepod101.com, let us know by clicking the like button next to the lesson or series. Have fun studying! Até a próxima! Não acredito que você ainda está acordada. Estou sim. Estou terminando um trabalho importantíssimo. Mas você já não entregou esse trabalho na semana passada? Entreguei sim, mas o professor disse que estava péssimo e me mandou refazer. Mas estava ótimo. Eu mesmo li. É, mas o professor não gostou nada. Então vou preparar um cafezinho para você não dormir na cadeira. Valeu. Você precisa de mais alguma coisa? Só que o semestre acabe logo. Não se preocupe, você consegue. Obrigada.